Welcome to Hot Sauce Sports. My name is Terry Tam, and I'm with uh, our uh, newly hired, it's been a couple months, uh, Alex Karamanian. He's our social media guy. Uh, he's helped out on the draft. Uh, he was on the draft episode, the NFL draft. We did it live with P- me, Pease, and himself. Uh, he's also been helping us a lot with um, the social media. Anything you see on Hot Sauce Sports, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, it's all been him posting it on time and reliable as usual. Alex, welcome. Um, we're going to be doing this once a week. We're going to pick a topic. We're going to call it uh, the weekly sauce, uh, the weekly sauce or whatever. We'll figure out a name for it, I guess, eventually. For now, that's kind of cheesy. Um, but welcome. Thank you. So uh, we'll talk about the NHL lockout. I think it's the big the NHL lockout, the NHL playoffs. I think it's the biggest news that's coming out this year. Um, what's happening now is that the NHL has approved a 2014 playoff, which is great. Fuck! Finally, we can get some anything sports. Like we have to wait for the UFC every week, every every, every other week, just to get something done. Um, so I'm happy that finally the NHL has come out. Um, they've approved a message. They've approved uh, the playoff format. Um, and I'm pumped, man. What about you? I'm actually very excited about the the return of the NHL, but my only concerns are how the players are going to respond on the ice, how the players are actually going to play, or what level of intensity are going to play with. Sure, um, I mean. These guys have all been chilling at the, in their backyards and on the beaches and, you know, staying away from... I mean, a lot of them have gyms at their homes and stuff. But, yeah, I get what you're saying. It's And, as, and it's also because they're going to play without fans. Um, I'm just not sure about how players are actually going to, you know, play. Like, if they're going to be all serious or not. They probably are going to be serious. But... Uh, it's it's definitely going to be a different f- vibe than usual. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's not going to be what it was before, but I think it's. I think these guys want to play. I think they're fucking tired. I'm sick and tired of staying home all the time. So I can imagine <laughs> these guys, you know, they're making millions and they're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, they want to be with the boys. They want to be in the locker room. They want to be fighting. They want to be on the ice competing and they're born to compete these guys have been competing their entire lives and you take them out of their their element and yeah fuck it's it, it's tough for sure it's tough yeah definitely honestly um it's it's tough um, i love sports and it's been a rough couple of months yeah uh, being without sports it's like <laughs> i <laughs> i actually love sports so much that i cannot live without sports I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean that's why we have hot sauce sports we started it for that reason so we can just talk shit all the time um 
so we'll look at some of the matchups and we'll see uh, we'll see where you, where you think. Uh, I kind of had an idea of how it's going to play out. Uh, we'll start in the West Coast. Um, so the way it works, if anybody doesn't know, uh, the top four teams are going to be playing uh, to seed themselves within the top four. So example, in the West Coast, it is um, Dallas, St. Louis, Colorado, and San Jose. They'll all play each other once, and then the, te- the team with the best record will be first place. Uh, the rest of the teams, the other eight teams in the conference, will be playing uh, a best of five. Uh, so right now we have Nashville versus Dallas, Winnipeg versus St. Louis, uh, Calgary versus um, Colorado. No, what the fuck am I looking at here? I'm looking at the wrong playoffs. I'm looking at last year's playoffs. Okay, here it is. <laughs> so the teams are St. Louis, Colorado, uh, Vegas, and Dallas, Boston, and and then the East, Boston, Tampa Bay, Washington, and Philly. Uh, the only difference than the regular standings in this is that Dallas gets in because of the winning percentage. So the Edmonton Oilers are technically the fourth best team, but because of winning percentage, not having all the teams play the same amount of games, Dallas gets in. So we'll go we'll go through the brackets and Alex you'll tell me who you think is gonna win and then I'll feed off of you there. Uh, so we got Calgary um, at the eighth seed is playing against Winnipeg at the ninth seed. Wow, that's that's a wonderful matchup. Um, Calgary, Winnipeg, both Canadian cities. Um, I think they've had a couple uh, tough battles between the two. Yeah. Um, personally. Um, Ah, this is a, that's a tough one. Uh, I I think I have to go with Calgary. Yeah. On this one, um, just full of talent. Uh, I know Winnipeg lost a lot of defensemen. Uh, but you know what? They've lost a lot of defensemen, but they've actually been pretty good this year. And I'm surprised, having lost Truba, having lost Bufflin, having lost Myers. You know, they lost all these guys, and they're still able and to be in the playoffs. Obviously, they're the ninth seed. They would be outside looking in. If this is a regular standard playoff, but yeah, they've they've outperformed the expectations. Um, if if we go by position, um, I do give credit to Winnipeg for goalie. Um, both Riddick and Smith are not reliable goalies for me. Like I've watched them for for like throughout the season, uh, they've been giving up a lot of goals. Um, Connor Hellebuck, I. Actually, low key like him. He's a pretty, he's a pretty solid dude. Oh, he's fucking good. Yeah, he's really good. And you're you're kind of right about Smith and Riddick. The only thing is that with Smith, when he's on, man, it's it's hard to beat him. Hard. <laughs> yeah, when he's uh, when he's uh, all there during the whole game. Yeah, uh, I used to like him when he played for the Coyotes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's a pretty solid goalie, but ages up there with him so yeah so we have to have to see if he's going to be able to hold up so uh i got calgary in that one too i think calgary is a solid team their offense is fucking flying high um it's a five game series so it's quick winnipeg might need a couple games to get used to it calgary they're because they're so fast and they're so young I think they'll they'll sweep the series in three games. Uh, next series in that in the, the Western Conference is uh, Oilers at the fifth seed against Chicago at the twelfth seed. That has the makings of an upset. You think an um, upset? An upset. Uh, I'm gonna tell you why. Um, Chicago, they've started the season really rough. Yeah. 
rough. Um, I've seen them play the, the 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 past three weeks before the the whole lockdown mm-hmm. uh, quarantine, um, and they played pretty solid hockey. Um, Kane, whenever he has the puck on his stick, he wants to make a play. So, of course. Well, so Kane, Kane is probably the best playmaker of the last ten years, arguably. Yeah. yeah. Um, Kane and Taves are going to be my X factors in that matchup. Uh, they're they have experience. They've won how uh, three cups? Uh, two. I want to say two thousand and twelve. Oh no, three cups. 2012, yeah. 2015, and 2016, I think. Yeah, three cups. Yeah, so they have three cups, and honestly, uh, they have the playoff experience. So that's why I think they, they can be the playoff upset. Mm-hmm. Um, Crawford's, uh, I'm not too... Their goaltending is not too, you know, not too... The thing about their goaltending is that it's made um, to defend leads. You know what I mean? Like yeah, Car- Crawford's, Crawford's not not a guy who's going to shut you out. You know, he's not. Yeah. He he's a good goalie. He's not. He's not a great goalie, but he does have a Stanley Cup, and he has come up big in big moments. But he's also thirty four. Like, all these things play into a factor. On the Edmonton side of things, um, I do think McDavid and Drysaitel. Are incredible players. Um, I love Drysaddle. I love McDavid. Exciting players to watch. Um, as for the rest of their lineup, I, I don't know what to tell. I don't, I don't know what to tell you about the rest of the lineup. Um, it's just going to depend on. Honestly, that series is going to come down to third and fourth line depth. Um, Which. Arguably, I want Edmonton. I mean, maybe not a fourth line. Third line's pretty solid. Their D is is pretty good. I just think Chicago is kind of like at the end of their dynasty right now. I just don't see Chicago being able to beat Edmonton three games. You know, they're a lot older. They're not as young as Edmonton is. Back to the same point I had for Calgary. Edmonton's going to come out, and Connor McDavid's been working out every day. I watch his videos all the time. He's working out with what's his name, Gary Roberts. He's he's a machine, and I don't think not not anything against Chicago. Obviously, Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze have been working out, but realistically, I think that Edmonton is going to just run right through these guys. Their their speed is unmatched. Okay. Uh, next series: Vancouver at seven versus Minnesota at ten. Uh, I gotta go with Vancouver. Yeah, I uh, think so too. They had the they had the young guns. Uh, I love Quinn Hughes. What he did this year, yeah. Uh, he he is such a area a revelation to that team. He Big time. he brings a lot to the table. Well, um, he's up for the Norris and he's up for the Calder. So yeah, honestly, <laughs> I mean. Calder personally, I'd give it to Makar, but that's another story. It, it's it, it's <laughs> weird as that way because they're both defensemen. And you yeah. would probably give one the rookie of the year and 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 the other one the defensive player of the year, because McCarr, yeah. up until it was midway through the season, up until January, I think he he didn't have a penalty. Yeah, it, it, like McCarr is so fucking good, and Quinn Hughes is unreal too. It's 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 a nice comparison they're gonna have for the rest of their lives, for the rest yeah, of their Kill career. McCarr they're gonna be compared their entire careers. 
Kel McCarr reminds me a lot of. Oh, okay, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna ponder my words, but he reminds me a lot of Bobby Orr. Yeah, for he sure. Loves, I mean, he's able to move. He loves the puck. flying. He, he he loves flying, going offense. So that's what he really reminds me of him. Uh, he's just amazing. Uh, I would I would have loved him with the Habs, but <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't? Uh, the thing about Makar is that he runs that power play man to a fucking T. He came in last year late and was able to help them in the playoffs, and he was 18 years old. So Makar high ceiling, Quinn Hughes high ceiling. I'm gonna go uh, Vancouver with this one as well. Uh, the young speedy guys. I think Minnesota is probably the the least impressive team out of the bunch. I mean, um, I'm even though they're they're lined up ahead of Arizona and Chicago, I just don't see them as a better team than those two teams. Which leads us to the next matchup, which is Nashville versus Arizona. Um, I'm gonna see Arizona. And mm. the reason why, uh, Nashville did not impress me this year. Nashville's did kind of like on their downfall of the couple years ago when they lost in the finals. They were simply incredible a couple years ago. I'm not sure what the downfall started, but Arizona have been playing pretty good hockey. Um, Phil Castle been been producing for them. Yeah. Um, so I... My guess is Arizona with this one. Thing about Arizona is that they have a lot of depth. They don't really have that star, right? Um, but they have Taylor Hall, no? Yeah. So they don't. They have Taylor Hall. He's a big piece for them. They're a good team. They're a very good team. They're well built. I mean, I like Arizona. I just don't like them this year. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like them next year. I'll be yeah. an Arizona Coyotes guy next year for sure. Um, so we'll just run through. Who do you think is going to be? Uh, give me your top four seeds out of St. Louis, Colorado, Vegas, and Dallas. Who's going to have the best record out of those four? Uh, we got the uh, Stanley Cup champs, the conference final finalist, Colorado, Vegas. Two years ago, coming off a Stanley Cup uh, run, uh, Dallas had a nice run last year. Came up short. What do you think? I think. I have to go with the Blues. Um, they have a solid overall team uh, throughout the middle. Uh, they didn't really the lose Sanders. anybody in the off season. They lost. Um, Who they lose? Uh, what's his name? He plays. Oh, Maroon. They lost Pat Maroon. And, and they got uh, Jay Boomister. Uh, well, Jay Boomister. Yeah, I mean, I, but the thing is, Jay Boomister is they're saying that uh, maybe not this year, but they're saying that because of this whole lockdown thing. That it might be extended, and he might be able to come back for next year. I hope he's okay. Obviously, I would love to see him play again, but if he can't, it's all understandable, right? So, uh, St. Louis is your first. Who's your second, third, and fourth? Um, uh, Dallas. Dallas. Uh, they have Rajulov, Sagan, uh, Jamie Benn. And they have a pretty good uh, depth Perry. group. Uh, Heiskanen and Klingberg. Of course. Yeah. Uh, they have a solid uh, goalie tandem with uh, Bishop. Bishop and Hudobin. And, and yeah. Uh, they're pretty solid. So uh, I'd say, yeah, yeah Corey Dallas. Perry, man. Corey Perry's huge. People don't realize that Corey Perry, man, 
That guy has played more games than anybody I've ever fucking seen. And I'm talking, including playoffs. In the playoffs, Corey Perry is unbelievable. The guy has a heart. He has an Art Ross. He is two-time Stanley Cup champion. Like, the guy's a fucking beast. And he's playing on this team. And he's a playoff hockey kind of guy. I like Dallas to finish first for me. Uh, St. Louis second, Colorado third, and then Vegas be fourth for me. See, Vegas, I would have put third. Mm. Ahead of Colorado? Ahead of Colorado because Colorado, um, for me, they like experience. Well, yeah, McKinnon, McCarr, Rantanen, Landis Cog. Last year, they made a, a, a decent run. Uh, they came up short. I think that their experience, they gained it last year. But, yeah, I do see what you're saying. Vegas, I see there's Mark Stone, Pacioretty, um, so William Carlson, uh, Nasty a bunch team. of other players. Very good team. Uh, change of coach this year midseason we'll see what happens they didn't really have a lot of time to gel together um that's yeah, why i'm keeping vegas at the fourth seat i, w- I was pretty shocked of uh jared galan's firing uh yeah i mean you i mean we can get into another time but like yeah. it's weird how they they fired him a year removed from making it to the stanley cup final with a winning record something must have happened there something was that Mysteries. So let's move to the east. In the east, we had number right now standing at number one is Boston, uh, followed by Tampa Bay, Washington, and Philly. Um, the first matchup we have is the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, in the playoffs at the eighth seed versus the Columbus Blue Jackets at the ninth seed. Uh, what do you think is going to happen there? All right, as a Habs fan, I w- my my <laughs> ultimate wish is for the Leafs to lose, but. Of if I have to go unbiased, um, I think the Maple Leafs have a pretty, very strong offense. What uh, do they my do only if cons- they lose? My only concern with them, all right, is their defense. Yeah, I mean, what's you, you've had uh, Tyson Barry there. They signed him in the offseason. Uh, Morgan Riley um, pretty much falls off after that, you know? Yeah. Goaltending is uh, good. Freddie Anderson's sick. But you can't knock the offense, man. Marner, Matthews, uh, Tavares. You can't, like... Nylander. Nylander, you can't ignore those guys. Those guys are fucking good. Absolutely. Um, but I if, will say, Columbus, coached by John Torts. Torts is a, a playoff coach. Playoff kind of coach. Yeah, absolutely. John Torts gets, gets all emotional, so that's, so that's what I'm like most of them yeah most about him um if you told me last year if you told me the columbus team from last year when they had panarin and bobrovsky yeah i would have told you automatically columbus oh for sure panarin and bobrovsky two huge losses huge so this year i i think it's gonna go up to game five with them really personally uh but i think the maple leafs will win I'm going to agree with you. I think Toronto's going to be able to pull this one up. Uh, next, we got our boys. Uh, you got the Penguins versus our boys, the Habs. Penguins sitting at five and the Habs at the 12th seed, sneaking into the playoffs. Bring on the internet jokes. Oof. Uh, um, I would have loved for the Habs to win, but I'm, I'm more of a visionary guy, so I'm going to go and say I want... Well, my heart says I want the Habs to win my... Brain says, no, don't let the Habs win. I'm going to explain <laughs> you why. If we do lose, we get a top 10 pick. 
Okay. Which is the perfect scenario. We get another piece to our to our juggernaut of amazing yeah. prospect pool. Okay. Yeah. Um, if we beat the Pens, mm -hmm. our next opponent would be the Flyers. Uh, not necessarily. It would be the fourth seed. So yeah, Boston can come out and lose three games, and then it's Boston. Because the way it yep. works is the four teams they play each other, and then they get reseeded. Oh, so that's yeah. They changed it. Yeah. So the original the original offer to the NHLPA was that the four seeds stay as is, and then they just play games, and it doesn't move. But then what they said was, if we're playing, this should mean something. So what they did is, whoever within those four teams, they can finish one, two, three, and four. So see, so you see, that's the dangers. Um, if we beat the Pens, we do not have a better team on paper than Boston, uh, Tampa, Washington, Tampa, Philly. Um, the only real, our only realistic team that we could beat from those four uh, would be Flyers. Uh, I think that Boston is a not that they're beatable. I just think that the Habs are and Boston the rivalry is something. You know what I mean? And it's something to you can't ignore it. And for Boston too, they're they're not going to be like, oh, okay, this is easy for us. Montreal's a tough team to play against when they're on. I just. Obviously, I, I would never pick Montreal against Boston. I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying it's not an easy win for anybody. Uh, absolutely not. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, but normally, those games come down to the fans. Well, not. I'm not trying to say the fans. I guess, but yeah, like you, the emotion. The, the emotions of the yeah. arena and stuff like that. So I'm not sure how the emotions will be if they face without fans. But I like I'm pretty the sure. In the series. On a short game, on a short series, because they're playing against the Penguins with Carey Price and Nets. Three games, Carey Price has to win three games. That's it, and I think that's the advantage that we have. Exactly. So, to me, honestly, to to answer your question, uh, Pans will, on paper, Pans have a superior team. Um, I hope we push it to the to game five. Yeah. And lose, yeah. <laughs> I know, I, I, like, like I know it sounds depressing, but um, trust me, guys. If we get a top ten pick, you'll thank me later. A top ten pick next year's draft is good because it's a, it's a deep draft. Well, uh, I'm actually taking Montreal on this one. I think Montreal is gonna are, are gonna beat the Penguins. Uh, next series, we got the Islanders at the seventh seed uh, versus the Florida Panthers at the tenth seed. Beginning of the season, if you had asked me at this point with Florida Panthers being number 10, I would have said, fuck yourself. They're going to be fourth minimum. And they are 10th seed uh, playing against the Islanders. What do you think? Um, I, I love, uh, honestly, I love the Islanders in this matchup. Uh, the Islanders uh, have a really successful defensive system with Barry Trotz. Uh, I feel like Barry Trotz will um, organize some kind of some kind of a defensive scheme uh, to to work against the the top players against the Florida against the Florida Panthers players uh, Huberdo, Barkov, Barkov and yeah. uh, etc. Uh, I do think it's going to be a tight series, but the Islanders uh, honestly, some people think they're weak, but they can really surprise you. So the Islanders are one of those teams. It's like they're just going to play a system. They're playing their system, and that's what's going to work. 
their captain, Anders Lee, one of my favorite players in the league. I love watching him play because he's got that gritty toughness. You know, he had 40 goals last year. Like, he's a good player, good fucking player. Um, I like that style. But I also like the way the Florida Panthers play. I just haven't seen a good Bobrovsky all season. And a good Bobrovsky, to me, is one of the best. He took the paycheck, and I think that he's chilling. So we'll see what happens. But I think the Islanders are going to come out with this one. And it sucks because Florida, man, Florida had so much potential coming into the season. So much potential. Absolutely. Um, they have just so much offense, great talent. Yeah. Uh, and also, not to mention their coaches, Joel, Joel uh, Quenville. Joel Quenville, Stanley Cup champ couple times exactly. Chicago Blackhawks um, it's it's well known he's a very well liked kind of guy um, he he wasn't fired because of uh, no because of uh, anything bad that happened that nobody liked him he was he was let go because they wanted to change you know they're probably on a rebuild so they wanted to get new fresh face in there sometimes that you have to do it man you have to change you have to change your the, the guy at the top to see if you can uh, if you're gonna spark something um, absolutely so we're going to go next, the last series, which is Carolina at number six versus the Rangers at number 11. We talked about Panarin. Panarin, he's playing with the Rangers now, lighting it up this year. Nasty. And he's they're going against Carolina. Those a bunch of jerks in Carolina. Oh, well, that's going to be a fun matchup to watch. Yeah. Uh, both teams are full of talent. Um, the Rangers, surprisingly, are 4-0 and against the Canes this year. Yeah. Uh, so... Honestly, I don't see that changing, and I think the Rangers should prevail. It's going to be a five-game series. Uh, Rangers three, Canes two. Rangers three, Canes two. Huh? Okay, okay. You know what? I'm going to take the Rangers in this one too. I mean, it's a it's a toss-up. It's going to be a good series, but I'm going to take the Rangers in this one. I think that. I mean, goaltending has a little bit weird. I mean, I think it's the first time uh, Henrik Lundqvist has been scratched. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the Rangers in this one too. It's gonna be a tight series though, three two Rangers I think as well. Um, and then we got in so mm-hmm. out of the top four in the East, uh, Boston, Tampa, Washington, Philly. Who's gonna finish first, second, and third, and fourth? Um, I'm gonna say Washington finishes first. Uh, Boston two. Uh, lightning three flyers four. Okay, uh, you know what? I like it. I think uh, Boston's going to be at the top. Washington two, Tampa third, and then Philly fourth. Uh, but I at the beginning of the season, I don't know about you, but I I predicted that Philly was going to have a good year. I mean Carter Hart, young guy. They signed Kevin Hayes this year. You know he 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 obviously got a lot more money than people expected him to get. Uh, Kloji Roo is still nasty. Gostas Bear. I mean, there's so many good players on this team, and they're well coached. Um, I like them, man. I like the fact that Philly is getting in there, and uh, and they're and they're they're doing well, man. They have three head coaches on their team, basically, with Mike yeah. Yo, Terry, and Vino. Exactly. Um, they, they have a great uh, coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Um, I see they have great players as well. Uh, Nolan Patrick. Uh, not Nolan Patrick. I meant uh, Sean Couturier. Well, Nolan Patrick he, hasn't uh, played all year. He's been sick, but but yeah, he's a good player too. Imagine if he comes back on time. He was supposed to come back in April, so he might be healthy enough to play. Exactly. And Sean Couturier, a lot of people say one of the most underrated players in the league. 
And I think personally, um, Jesperi Kotkaniemi will have a similar path to Sean Couturier. Uh, how Couturier started slow yeah. uh, and then absolutely exploded uh, a year or two ago when he put up uh, yeah. 70 points. Yeah. I, I personally think that's going to be the same path for Kotkaniemi. I hope so, man. I hope so. Kotkaniemi looks like he might not be able to play. Um, he had some sort of spleen surgery. Um, yeah. So we'll see. But the Habs have uh, signed Romanov. So Romanov might be eligible to play. Um, he's a guy that they drafted in the second round a couple years ago. He played for Russia in the juniors. He was the number one defenseman on, on uh, in the junior tournament. Um, he's a guy I'm excited that we have. Hopefully we don't trade him to the Lightning like we did with Sergeyev. Um, oh. <laughs> fuck, man. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm excited, man. Finally, we're going to get a Stanley Cup final maybe in August. Uh, it's not hockey weather, but whatever. We'll take it, right? Yeah, it's going to be a little bit weird to have hockey and uh, hot weather, but you know what? There's a there's a first to everything. So yeah, Exactly. All right, man. I appreciate it. That was episode one of Weekly Sauce. Uh, we'll do it again next week. Maybe we'll talk some Premier League. Uh, Premier League's coming back June 17th. Maybe the NFL will announce something. Maybe the NBA is going to announce something. We don't know. Uh, but we'll talk next week, Alex. Thanks for coming on, buddy. We appreciate it. Um, and that's it, man. We'll play the music. We're out. Peace.